0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Okay, so thanks for being here. Today we are going to talk a little bit. I'm going to give you a little bit of introduction to meditation and then actually take you through a very basic meditation. So right now in our world, people are all talking about meditation because of the huge amount of stress that everyone has. And uh, meditation is seen as the most effective technique for stress management. Stress being defined as the perception of physical, emotional, psychological threat. So stress is not really in the environment, nor does stress exist in you. It's how you interact with the environment, your response to the environment, Uh, whatever that situation, circumstance, or event may be. So how you react to a terrorist attack or how you respond to a traffic jam or criticism from your significant other, they all create the same response in the body. Some, of course, much more. Some situations, much more. I like to think of stress as... uh, uh, similar to uh, surfing so if you're a good surfer then every every wave is exhilaration and if you're not prepared then every wave is disaster and this is how we should look at stress something that is maybe challenging in the environment but we can actually respond to it in a way <coughs> that doesn't create physiological or biological havoc in our body. When you respond to stress in what is known as the fight-or-flight response, which is orchestrated by the reptilian brain, then it causes damage to your body. Your blood pressure goes up, your platelets get sticky, there's high levels of cortisol, which suppresses your immune system, high levels of adrenaline, which causes inflammation, and then because of the biological chaos that you're experiencing, that affects everything. Stress aggravates stress. It becomes a vicious cycle. And also then it uh, results in emotional, uh, emotional um, disturbances too. So everything from fear to hostility to anger to guilt to depression to uh, shame, they're all biological uh, and psychological effects of stress. It's the number one disease in our civilization right now, and it's linked to almost every epidemic that humanity has, including heart disease, cardiovascular disease, uh, uh, propensity to infections, degenerative disorders, diabetes, obesity, stroke, Uh, and many types of cancer. Because, you know, only a few chronic illnesses uh, are guaranteed by a genetic mutation. Most uh, disease, most mutations that are disease related are not 100% predictable. They are uh, modified by life experiences. And that includes everything, you know, the quality of your sleep, Exercise, nutrition, emotions, and of course, uh, your diet as well. So, I want to emphasize that when you meditate, all these things get better. Your lifestyle changes, you're more likely to do exercise, you're uh, going to get better sleep, you're less um, aggressive but more creative. So, there are many benefits. of meditation at a biological level which means even gene expression inflammatory markers immune function but then at a psychological and emotional level and then ultimately how that translates into your personal relationships your social interactions and the environments that you find yourself in because our environment is our own creation collectively I think one of the best cures for even massive violence in the world, including war and terrorism, would be a critical mass of people who participate in meditation. So what is meditation? The original description of meditation um, comes from the traditions of yoga. And in Patanjali's uh, text, Patanjali is the author of uh, The Eight Limbs of Yoga and the biggest authority on yoga lived a long time ago, we don't know the exact dates, but he says, yoga, as in meditation, is the progressive settling down of the mind until it gets to the source of the mind, the source of thought, which is our own consciousness, our awareness. So your awareness is not a thought, it's the source of thought and being the source of thought is the source of our emotions because our emotions are thoughts linked to feelings and then it's also in a way uh, the source or influences our perception of how we view the world and so perception of the world, emotions, thoughts, moods, they're all ultimately modified forms of our own consciousness. So that's the best description and it's the most ancient one as well. Now if you look at the meditation literature these days, um, you know, which is so popular, uh, you'll see terms like mindfulness, vipassana, there are forms of meditation called contemplative self-awareness, self-inquiry, and transcendence. Um, And all of these and of also introducing intentionality So I'll repeat that, self-awareness, self-reflection, contemplation, um, inquiry, intention, they're all forms of meditation, transcendence, but they're all built on the ability to actually go to the source of thought. And so they're related. The word mindfulness is very popular right now, but it's a little bit inaccurate because when you're aware of a thought, You're not using your mind. The awareness of anything is not that thing. The awareness of a thought is not a thought. The awareness of uh, an emotion is not an emotion. The awareness of your body is not your body. So we have to be a little mindful that the mindful description may not be accurate. But that's all right. It's here to stay and we'll use it. So, given that, I'm going to take you through a short meditation that takes all these elements. Okay, all the elements I described. Inquiry, awareness, transcendence, intentionality. And this will last maybe 15 minutes, which is a good start for anyone. And then as you get interested, if you get interested, one can go deeper and deeper into various aspects of meditation which actually have a very profound effect even at the genetic level. Okay, we have scientific research on this at UCSD in collaboration with scientists at UCSD and other institutions as well. Okay, so let's start um, with the process now and I'll explain it after we finish a little more. So sit comfortably. Uh, Uncross your legs. Make sure that your back is erect, so use the back support that you have. And uh, uh, let's start with a very simple process. Close your eyes and observe your breath. That's all. Observe your breath without manipulating it. So observe the air entering into your nostrils and then observe the air leaving your nostrils. Of course as you observe your breath your mind may get distracted with a thought or with the sensation in your body or some noise in the environment and that's normal but when you become aware that you're distracted then gently bring your awareness back to your breathing. And now bring your awareness into the area of your heart, in the middle of your chest, and try and keep it there. And we're going to switch to something called self-reflection. So mentally ask yourself the following questions. Number one, who am I? Who am I? Just a few times and allow any sensations, images, feelings or thoughts to spontaneously come to you. Who am I? And now ask the second question, what do I want? What do I want? Once again, allowing any sensation, image, feeling, or thought to spontaneously come to you. What do I want? Now the third question, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Once again, allowing any sensation, image, feeling or thought to come to you spontaneously. Now the final question, what am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Again, allowing any sensation, image, feeling or thought to spontaneously come to spontaneously come to you. Okay, so now we can move to the next stage of meditation, and we start this phase of meditation by mentally repeating our full name to ourselves. So if I was doing it, I would say, I am Deepak Chopra. Just the full sentence, I am, and then first name and last name, I am Mary Smith. And now, let go of your last name, so just say, I am, and then your first name, I am Deepak, I am Joseph, I am Mary, I am Elizabeth, just the first name. Now you can drop your first name, so just repeat the phrase, I am, I am. And now we'll replace the phrase I am with aham, aham, which is the Sanskrit mantra. It's also the sound of the breath. Just repeat aham, mentally, until I change the instructions. Aham, mentally. Now keep your eyes closed, but you can let go of the mantra and just settle into your own being, settle into your own awareness. Settle into being, awareness, existence. They all mean the same thing, being, awareness, existence. And now, before we open our eyes, I want you to just uh, put your awareness in your body, and we're going to introduce four intentions, mentally. First intention, joyful, energetic body. Just repeat that phrase a few times while keeping your awareness in your body. Now bring the awareness into your heart and mentally repeat the phrase, loving, compassionate heart, loving, compassionate heart, a few times. Now bring your awareness and the space between our eyebrows, traditionally considered the third eye, and repeat the phrase mentally, reflective alert mind, reflective alert mind. And finally, bring your awareness above your head in the direction of the infinite sky, the infinite space, and mentally repeat the phrase, lightness of being, lightness of being, lightness of being. being. Okay, now bring your awareness back to your body, be aware of where we are, if you want you can stretch a little bit or move your body and take a minute or so or even two minutes before you open your eyes. Okay, you can now open your eyes. So, this was a short but very comprehensive meditation which included lots of elements. Let me go over these elements very quickly. So, you sit comfortably as you are, you don't need to adopt a special posture. Uh, make sure that your back is erect. So, use a backrest unless you're used to doing a lot of yoga and keep your legs uncrossed so they're relaxed, your arms as you have them in your lap, or like this. And then we start with just observing the breath. And the simple act of observing the breath slows your mind down. Okay, this is the traditional vipassana, what is called mindfulness these days. You could easily observe something else. You could observe sensations in your body. You could put your attention on any sound that you're hearing or any color, but breath is the easiest. Okay, it's always there, so observe the breath and your mind will start to settle down. This activates actually your whole brain when you do that. It activates your whole brain in a very coherent manner and your brain waves start to settle down. The second phase of the meditation was um, self reflection. So we asked four questions Who am I? What do I want? What's my purpose? What am I grateful for? Again, it's important not to look for answers. Ask the question, let it go. Trusting that the answer will come to you when you need it, and the answer will change over time. So your consciousness is a field of possibilities and a field of creativity that responds to questions. It's a different kind of science. When you do science of the outside world, we also ask questions. And nature gives answers. And the same way we ask questions of ourselves. Who am I? What do I want? What is my purpose? What am I grateful for? And you don't worry about the answers, they are revealed to you by you when appropriate and as appropriate. As I said, the answers may change as you change and your needs change and the answers are always in the form of a subtle sensation in the body which you intuitively learn to decipher, or it may come in the form of some image or a thought, even an emotional feeling. Sensations, images, feelings, thoughts. Those are the four modalities of experience in which answers are revealed to us. In fact, there are the only four modalities of any experience. Sensation, image, feeling, or thought. Sensations include includes sense perceptions. Okay, so this part of the meditation very specifically activates your prefrontal cortex. In fact, it grows over time. More neurons, neurogenesis, more neural connections, synaptogenesis. So that was the second part of the meditation. The third part was, first of all, repeating your full name. Your full name is your personality. So when you repeat your full name, your, you may get thoughts about your self image, you know, your persona in the world, your bio, so to speak. You do that for a minute and then you actually take off the label, which is your last name, and your first name is a little more innocent. That may evoke images and feelings and thoughts of your childhood or not. Whatever happens is fine. And then you actually drop your first name and you only say, I am. Now, I am is without labels, right? So its it has no history. I am has no history. I am Deepak has history. I am Deepak Chopra has a bigger history. But I am has no history. It's a statement of existence. Therefore, I am is always in the present. I am Deepak, I am Deepak Chopra, is in the past and what Deepak Chopra aspires to be in the future. But I am is always present. It's closer to your real nature, also closer to your potential for everything that happens in your life. Then we drop that label as well and we turn to Aham, which you could be Om, could be Amen, Aham, but it's actually the sound of breath. When you breathe in, Ah, when we breathe out, Hum. But you don't have to synchronize it with your breath, you just repeat the phrase. Okay, so you're getting more fundamental. And then finally you let that go and you just rest in what is called Being. Being is without labels, without description, without time, without judgment, without the burden of memory, without imagination, without uh, evaluation, without analysis. It's our ground state. It's who we are. And being our ground state, it's all possibilities. Also, it's creativity, because you haven't been yet labeled into anything. As soon as you define yourself, then you're that, right? But without definitions, all possibilities, creativity, at this level we are all inseparable. And there's also the spontaneous emergence of what we call love, compassion, joy, peace, equanimity. So this stage, as we get to it slowly and we get more established in our innermost being, this stage is just awareness. Just existence, just being without any labels. And this is who we really are. And this is the potential for anything that we ultimately want in life. Okay, so we stayed there for a couple of minutes. And then finally, before we came out of meditation, we introduced four intentions, one for the body, one for the heart, one for the mind and one for the spirit. And as we introduced it for the body, joyful, energetic body, have awareness of your whole body, loving, compassionate heart, awareness here, reflective, alert mind here, infinite awareness, lightness of being, flow, same thing. So this is very complete, by the way, and it activates different parts of your brain as you go through this journey that starts with awareness, self-awareness of your breath self-reflection slowly getting to the level of the transcendent transcendent means without labels without definitions without thought and then intention, subtle intention before we come out this is very complete now as we journey through this in the future one can take each of these elements and refine them Okay, particularly the elements of transcendence and what is called subtle intention. And uh, this creates um, biological effects, but also shifts the way you think about the world, about yourself, about what you want. It shifts your emotions more in the direction of being connected, which is what love and compassion is, and also introduces a lightheartedness Because at the most fundamental level, there's lightness of being. That's it. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.